Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to one of the following shows. Like the Nerdtastic trying. Podcast, Nerderball, Nerdtastic in 3D. Talk or nerdy to talk me. Talk nerdy to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one. This is really it's pushing the for best that. One. I just, it's just, like it's just what the once again, I think you what the woman brings to the show. Wear the shirt next Birthdays, time. Birthdays, uh, Beyonce's birthday, <laughs> talk nerdy to me. So Nerdtastic in 3D is an entertainment industry podcast. We are entertainment industry veterans talking to you about anything and everything that we find uh, entertaining and or nerdy. My name is Jason Carter. Work for uh, Disney Toon Studios. I'm Jack Geckler. I'm a crowds artist at DreamWorks Animation. I'm Sean Kearney. I'm a game designer at Disney Mobile. <laughs> Jason Pecco, uh, lead engineer at Disney Mobile. Uh, Liz Heron, games researcher at Disney Mobile. I'm Sean Fennell. I'm a crowd supervisor at DreamWorks Animation. Uh, I'm Josh Sabrat. I'm just an artist. I'm just, just a girl. Just an artist. And we have that was the most professional we've ever gone around the room I saying know. what we did, yeah. including Kurt. that jackass. Yeah. I give it to you. Pass off to Sean Kearney, dude. Kurt, I'm Sean Aston, and my. Uh, you feel okay tonight, buddy? I was in Goonies. You feeling okay tonight? I'm worried about you. I'm feeling really good. Feeling good. Okay. So slow jams for you tonight. Yeah. This is episode number. 74. Siete mm-hmm. tres. Wow. We're getting up there in age. Quattro. Quattro. Siete And to celebrate 74. 74? 74? Oh, I said he said 70. Tres. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say quattro? I don't even pay attention when you talk Spanish. It's uh, bad when my Spanish to is celebrate, really <laughs> To celebrate episode number 74, we thought we'd bring something very, very special to you this evening. And uh, Jack, why don't you go ahead and uh, take it over? I thought this was Liz officially naked episode. What? Wow! No. no, no, no. That's seventy-five. No, it's tune in next week. Me officially naked. Oh, metal style. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what the public wants. Exactly. No, we've been trying to get this guy on the show for a while. Uh, schedules have never worked out, but uh, I'm happy to say we have. A big part of that was the fact that we weren't recording for, for like quite a while. Two months. <laughs> never say never. Our schedule wasn't available at the time. Yes. <laughs> and he wanted to be on the show. Uh, one of my really, really good old friends. I think we've known each other 10 years now. Uh, from Naughty Dog Studios, animation lead from The Last of Us, uh, Mr. Mike Yash. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Let it flow. Yay! Just let it flow. Welcome, Mike. Good to be here. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and that's it. That's all we got. Thank you. Bye. Nice meeting you. <laughs> uh, so, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jack mentioned you worked at uh, Naughty Dog, your animation lead. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that. Well, I've been there for almost eight years now. Eight years? Um, yeah. So, I got to work on Uncharted 1, Uncharted 2, and right after we finished Uncharted 2... I got pulled onto this secret project, which turned out to be The Last of Us, and uh, I've been working on that franchise ever since. Cool. So, like three plus years now. Wow. Awesome. Like secret. Like you wouldn't tell me shit. It was E3. secret for <laughs> quite a long time. Yeah. Our Longer kids than we play together, and he wouldn't tell me shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm not tweeting. I'm, <laughs> I'm live tweeting this it's conversation. Coming. Don't worry. It's coming. Don't worry. You'll like. It. So, Naughty Dog. Be- 
be thankful your boy doesn't spill anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Naughty Dog is a PlayStation-only developer. Correct. And one of the only ones out there, right? There's like only a handful. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we're first party. We're owned by Sony. Uh, there's a there's a few more. There's Gorilla. <laughs> Jay Pecco's I mean, like, there's, bet your ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think we've been owned by Sony nine or ten years. I'm okay. not exactly sure. Okay. And so. uh, do you notice... Is that, do you notice any kind of difference developing for a platform exclusive versus uh, you know trying to do something more uh, cross-platform to all kinds of different? Uh, Generally speaking, like w- with programming and stuff like that, there's less uh, you know issues you run into with guys that are more used to programming with, for one console or the other. So it's a little smoother in that aspect. Right. On the animation side, there's not really much of a difference. What what uh, what, what uh, animation package do you guys typically use? We use Maya. Maya. Yeah. That's I cool. worked on Uncharted 2 as well in animation. Did you? Yes. Right on. Was he your lead? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if we dealt with you. I worked with uh, Mumbauer down in Sony. Oh, right on. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, for, I think one of the things was, was to try to get the test. Right on. Uh, yeah, I did the test. Uncharted 2, I was exclusively gameplay. So okay. Like, yeah. Just these, these like were stick also, control. I don't do any gameplay. I just do yeah. cinematic stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, we did the... Cinematics. And then I was on. I don't do any gameplay. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but actually, I did gameplay stuff when I was at House of Moves. Right on. Cool. Yes. So, when when were you at House of Moves? Five years ago. You know Ryan McGeary? Scott Gagan? Yeah, Gagan. Yeah, yeah, sure. Gagan. (laughs) So he works. so, So basically, you guys work coincide with the, what me and Josh and some of his friends called the Sony San Diego team. Yeah. Um, which happens to be a lot of me and Josh's friends from Sony Imageworks who <clears throat> all migrated down there to sort of start or revamp that team down there. Yeah. How much do you work with them and like? <clears throat> well, I mean, we outsourced. Titles? Uh, we, we we started outsourcing to those guys. I mean, for me personally, we didn't start outsourcing to them um, until about two thirds, three quarters of the way through the last project. Um, the cinematic team was doing it a little more. Um, I mean, they had like ninety some odd minutes of cinematics to do, and we only had six anima- uh, cinematic animators in the house, so we needed help in terms of that. Um, we started outsourcing some of the more scripted animations that we had uh, that were in game, real time, to those guys about three quarters of the way through the project. So, like, they really pulled through and helped us out. Nice. So, uh, working on gameplay animation compared yeah. to like uh, uh, cinematic animation, what, what are the main differences? What, what do you have to like think about that? Maybe you don't well, know. one of the biggest things is is um, it's not necessarily about how it looks. I mean, like especially if you're doing like player control, like feel is the first thing you have to deal with. So, like generally, when I'll start with something, like sometimes I'll just have a pose and I just figure out what the speed is and how responsive it is with all the transitions in and out of it. And that's the most important thing for player control. For NPC control, it's about reading what they're doing. So, like, for a hit reaction, if you shoot them, you need to know immediately. You just hit the guy and be able to potentially tell how fast is he going to recover, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera. So, so it's maybe a, lot, a little bit more exaggerated just so you can get the... Uh... Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's in, it, we had a plan at one time to actually have, like, hit reactions be a lot bigger when they're further away so they read better that mm-hmm. didn't work out. But, I mean, you know what I mean? It's all about reading what you're seeing, not necessarily... You know, right. just what it looks like. Did you find, because um, this is a game that has enemies <sighs> that are both human and, like, zombie, yeah. for lack of whoa, a better whoa, term. Whoa, 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 Infected. Whoa. Infected. Whoa. Thank you. Hey. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you find that either was, um, in the NPC realm, yeah. harder or easier to animate? 
You mean for or for for to like read? Oh, being um, hit and things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, so we had a guy named Troy. He animated the most for the most part the all the infected guys we have, and yeah, there was some readability issues that we had with that because they're very twitchy. Um, you know, you shoot them; it's got to read right, but you don't want to have some crazy over the top Hollywood hit reaction. We want it to feel like a bullet going into flesh. So we had some tr- we had some trouble with that, but I think we. I think we figured them out, you know. And then the thing with this game is that the more, the longer they had been infected, the more just fucked up they looked, for yeah. lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah, um, we had like we had four stages of guys. So we had guys that like you know that could still see and they mm-hmm. could run at you and attack you straight up. They actually behaved a little bit differently too. We had the other guys where if you shine a flashlight on them, they'd cover their eyes and they'd run away. If you had the flashlight, you know, they'd come at you. And then we'd have the clickers who. Their head was split open, like the the fungus was trying to you know get sunlight, and then I don't want to spoil too much. So then there's something else a little further. So, and was there anyone that you were like when it came up, you were like, oh man, I hate, I hate animating these guys because they're the worst. Like, uh, they're too like there's some bigger guys and then there's some smaller guys. Well, no, I mean it was all fun because I mean for yeah. the most part, I mean since I've been a Naughty Dog, I've been animating just humans, bipeds, so. The fact that we got to animate anything that wasn't just a human running around, like fall, you know, hanging out from a tall building or whatever, it was like that was a welcome change. That was <laughs> awesome to be able to do that. I didn't get a chance to do too much of that, you know, but uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, we had a lot of fun experimenting with how they were going to move. So it took a long time. We finally figured it out, and we actually got the actual final movement set from our game director Bruce, who actually like filmed himself, and he got the twitch thing just right. And we tried experiments like they did in some of the movies with we'd mocap everything, we'd have them walking backwards and then just flip the curves around and just have them walk forward and just tweak their weight so it looks like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just looked broken. It didn't look right. So that didn't work either. But that was one of the most more fun experiments we had with getting those Do guys. You, uh, being that you've been there so long and, and since Uncharted won, I mean, you guys have won sometimes the best game of the year mm-hmm. and then other times – animation best animation did you feel like going into this you're like oh, shit I have like I gotta keep this going like I mean like, is there a pressure going yeah, into this you're I like mean, I mean like this has to be on the same par as these other games because we're winning these awards we're doing really good they're selling I mean it's it's one of the top selling PS games every year I mean that, put out. that definitely adds to the pressure I mean like a whole like there were I think there were like 12 of us that came off of Uncharted 2 that we got to talk and say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do something new. So you guys, you twelve are gonna start at the very beginning. So everyone had a lot of pressure coming off Uncharted two, winning, you know, all the awards that we got, you know, and obviously anytime you do anything, whether you know whether it's games or movies or anything, the next one you want to be better, right? You want to top the last thing you did. You want to leapfrog it. So of course, like we had tremendous pressure on us on ourselves, and just like any other game studio, we just tried tons of stuff for like a long time. How long is that production cycle? you guys uh, <coughs> this one was right about three three years yeah. and what's the staff size what do you get up to um well not including the outsource guys i want to say we probably had uh 150 maybe i mean we had we, you know, we had help you know um there was with all the outsourcing stuff i couldn't really give you a real number what was the first thing that you guys um so the opening of this game is awesome like it's super incredible What's the was that the first thing that you guys kind of put together? Like what was No. <laughs> really? No, actually it's funny. Yeah. That was one of the last things we did. Really? Yeah. Cuz yeah, that yeah, that, that, that was scramble. The first like <laughs> half hour of the game is um 
it has a little bit of a different tone than the rest of the game and is just super compelling. You play as a different character. Um, what So what was it that you were using? Because I imagine that over the course of these three years you had meetings and pitches and things like that that you had to keep selling the game and getting it greenlit. Like, was there a specific like reel you were showing or a playable that you were bringing around going like, so this is the game in a nutshell. This is what it's supposed to be. We had a, we had a vertical <clears throat> slice, and mm. it's in one of the levels. Um, it's pro- it was probably about 30, 40 minutes of gameplay that we had. And we pretty much tried to throw all the elements that we wanted to get in the game in this area, right? So um, if, if you knew how we released some of the stuff, like it, that one didn't include any of our infected. I mean, one of the big things that they wanted to start with was is, you know, the infected, they weren't like the main enemy. Other people were. And they weren't necessarily bad people. They were people trying to survive too. So we tried to get that feeling. I think that's what I saw first. I mean, didn't that, yeah. even in the trailer was sort of like, yeah, it's it's people are your worst enemy. Like, yeah. I didn't even know about the infected, I think, until later on. Yeah, yeah and I think that's what, that's what they wanted. Like, they're out there and it's just this eminent threat that's always there, but you didn't see them that often, you know? I mean, you do see them, don't get me wrong, but... They weren't. They weren't the, 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 the at the front lines of like what you're battling. It's kind of like you know? Walking Dead, right? Their, their worst yeah. enemies end up being, you know. It's the, it's crazy enemies. though that you guys are pitching a zombie game, or you know, in a game that is yeah. this post-apocalyptic kind yeah. of zombie game. And you're like, oh, so we got this demo, and they're like, oh, sweet, where are the zombies? Like, yeah, we didn't. About that. Yeah. Hey, I, I, mean, I had cool. a couple of friends that were like, dude, what, you know, well, what, what happened? The first trailer, you had all these really cool zombie-looking things, and. You know, like, what happened? It's just like, just don't, don't have patience. Have I got a pitch for this movie. For this. It's called Jurassic Park. <laughs> right, I got a couple of scenes for the movie. It's we got really the good. park. Sam Neill, he's great. <laughs> so what's the... Uh, what's the What's the percentage, uh, and this is, you know, for the animators out there, what's the percentage of the game you'd say is is mocap versus 100% keyframe? Um, and I know from both of us having done it before, yeah. mocap clearly is keyed on as well. Sure. But just... 100% keyframe stuff for a smoke cap. Oh, boy. Um, I'd probably have to say like 85, 15 in favor yeah. of mocap, sure. What would be your keyframe stuff that you go um, all keyframe on? Yeah, you know, like some of the climb stuff, some of the drop-down stuff, landing. Like Maybe the gameplay actions, right? Yeah. I mean, cinematics was... I mean, I know there were, there were some keyframe things that they had to like fix in cinematics and stuff. Uh, but I would say more of the keyframe stuff was in gameplay, and it was mostly just motions that were really hard, very difficult to um, to capture, you know. Or you know, you're landing on pads and stuff, and you know, it's you just like, well, that. I'd rather just just I'd rather just animate this. I'm going to sneak in a landing, you know what I yeah. mean? You have a little fun with it, you know what I mean? And it turns out great. So, but yeah, most of our mocap stuff is like heavily keyed over, and like we end up changing the timing and et cetera, yada yada yada. I mean, you guys probably do the same kind of thing. So, and you have a pipeline set up to handle. Yeah, basically that that going from mocap to animation, and I know when we were at ImageWorks, yeah. me and Josh for uh, Beowulf, there there was a, a hierarchy of a rig mm-hmm. that allowed us to kind of do that. I'm assuming you guys kind of have the same setup. Or? Yeah, like our setup is like uh, so. Like when we have in Maya, without getting too techy here, uh, when we're in Maya. We have basically two rigs. We have like a mocap rig, and we have like an animation control rig. Too techy, and, and we can this have. Is <laughs> <by the way. laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> And we can we can have lose e- Liz, but we can essentially don't. have either one drive the other one. So <laughs> if we bring mocap and we'll put it on the mocap rig, and we can have that drive the animation rig and key over the top of that. Mm-hmm. Now we have Maya layers in the, the last couple um, of Mayas that have been out. So it's just we have layers upon layers that we can we can create and stuff. So when we mocap stuff, it gets thrown onto the mocap rig. It's a simple FK rig, uh, and then we just bring that in. And uh, the last uh, two thirds of the project, we brought in a guy named Damon Shelton who was at. Uh, 
uh, digital domain on the mocap stage, and he integrated PeelSolve into our mocap pipeline, and it's been awesome. The data has been fantastic. Uh, I just I can't I can't get over how great the stuff is. It comes in so fast, and it's like quality, like the first data, data you're having coming. PeelSolve, yeah, yeah. Because we, we originally would get like stuff rough. Ex- explain just, explain to somebody like in Jay saying just for the listeners like who, <laughs> yeah, it's like a banana. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> like what what is PeelSolve? Like explain to somebody like maybe the process from actually capturing motion capture data and then what PeelSolve does to get so it to in you. mocap. There's generally and I'm not a mocap expert either, so. <laughs> uh, but it, generally, there's there's tracking and solving. So tracking is is tracking all the markers to make sure they're still all connected and stuff. So you can still, in a sense, see a stick figure with balls running around markers. Sorry, Bill, out there. Yeah. Uh, with um, we're all stick figures. We, we have the balls. Then, and we have the balls. There, and you extrapolate that data, <laughs> and you have a, a preset like like um, constraint to a rig, and that's where you solve it to the rig. And okay. I mean, essentially, that's what it is. It's like constraining it to it. I got you. And they, he has tons of all these scripts, so it just makes you could put data from a six foot two guy on, you know, a character that's like five foot four, and he has these scripts that like you know move her a little further for touch points, so they always hit. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, nice. It's so nice. So he's been he's done a great job improving everything. So how that's big is great. your team that you have? Um, like you said, it was up to like one fifty. Does it constantly stay that big, or do you fluctuate as? There's, there's some. Go. I mean, there's definitely fluctuation. We bring in contractors, you know. Um, again, um, I think at in studio at peak, I think we had uh, I want to say like 24 animators just balls out animating <laughs> the last uh, x amount of months, however long it was. So it was pretty crazy. I mean, for it was by far the biggest game animation team I've been a part of, and. And you guys in studio typically have um, something like most film houses now. You typically have one project, full-blown development, getting ready to come out, while you have another project kind of in the back door with another team kind of working. So you always have this kind of tandem effect. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So what's well, next? we're not saying what's next per <laughs> no, se. No, no, no. I'm but I'm just saying in general, <laughs> in general, though, it, it's, it, it is this kind of tandem thing where um, unlike when me and you work together, where it was like it's just one big ass team, and sure, when that was done, sure. start on the next one. Well, start on yeah, the next one. no, yes, you're right about that. I mean, there were some definitely some resources that had to be shuffled around a little bit to help out, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for the most part, yeah, that's pretty much exactly the way it's working. Did you have to deal with the Ellen Page thing? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. The uh, where her face was actually modeled. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't know what you're talking about, but obviously there's some inner dialogue happening there. You don't know? No. Like, uh, so explain what Mike can't say. <laughs> basically, that um, the the girl was modeled kind of very similar looking to Ellen Page. She bears a resemblance. Bears a resemblance, if you will. Striking. Yes. And, the, um, and her the voice PC. too. Oh, really? Yeah. She had brown hair. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was saying that I was watching the cutscenes earlier today, and that's who I I actually thought that's who it was, and I was like, who? I know that voice from somewhere. I know it from somewhere. And then I looked, I googled it. So I was like, oh, I know it's the Juno Chrissy, girl. Chrissy, it's a Juno it's girl. It's the Juno girl. And so I Googled it, and then that's where I saw that it is, in fact, not Ellen Page. And so because Ellen Page is doing uh, She's doing another game, right? Yeah. yeah, and so basically it's a little is bit that of a, a is that a, of interest. But is that a PlayStation exclusive, or is that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Where's the conflict? Everybody's friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doesn't everybody well, get along? Well, 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 so, yeah. so 
So Mike, I've known, like I said, 10, 10, 10 years. Yeah. And the, the first job I got when I moved out here and got lucky enough to get a job, and it wasn't Pottery Barn, ended up being at a studio called Genuine Games. Yes. It was and, almost uh, Pottery Barn. <laughs> it was it was so much closer than I give people like I don't really tell like I ex- I I almost was accepting it um, and uh, and I it got lucky and I came in for an interview and uh, you were already there you had just started not yeah too I think I was only there that. like a couple of months yeah you wait are started. we talking about pottery barn still yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike was there he was this the is manager. where we met we've come a long way guys <laughs> uh, and I and I got hired on uh, for Fight Club and. Um, and me and Mike sat next to each other, and uh, and we got to experience um, that game. How how have things changed? Let's start with that experience to where you are now, because well, you were there longer than I was. And me and Mike were roommates. We lived together for a while too, and uh, we were on that game together. And then we were on uh, Fifty Cent bullet, uh, Bulletproof Fifty Cent for. <laughs> He was on the whole time. I checked out his class. Oh, I was there the whole time. Working on I bolted classes. out. Okay, so how? How's how's the experience been from going from that to to a <laughs> no? It's cool to, I mean, to a studio where you have like a console backing. You know what I mean? The oh, difference well, we were we were a, the studio was a startup. Me and Mike Rat that were yeah. had two senior guys who got money together and said, "Hey, we're going to start a studio." Yeah. Hey, Vivendi, you like this title, so let's we'll make it for you. Compared to going to mm-hmm. a place that had, I mean, Naughty Dog already had titles under their belt where sure. they were getting tons of money. So, I mean, what were the differences from going from that? I feel like people listening who maybe want to get into that, like, what were the differences going well, from Well, I mean, the most that? obvious thing, like, if you say you walk into the two studios is, like, the equipment that you have, right? So, like, you have... I mean, we're all not sitting... You're all not right. sitting in one row we're on one desk. We're not really... Naughty Dog, we're not really mm. lined up like cattle. Kind of like so we, we are now. really nice, cool <laughs> setups, you know, so... We need um, to expand. Genuine wasn't... Genuine wasn't the worst I've ever been at. In, in terms and, and I want of to get the to lining that, yeah. up like cattle, I mean, but... Um, I had a lot of fun at Genuine for a while. A, it was a new experience. I just moved to California. I was making all new friends. And, you know, for a good year or so at Genuine, it was a blast. We used to go out boozing right down the street all the time. We had we high hopes a video for a while. Too, no, we had, well, we, no. <laughs> you're right, you're right. It was my first job, period, in the industry sure. outside of teaching. So, I yeah. mean, you were, I, I, the Kool-Aid was being drunk every day. Right, right, right. And, and it was Fight Club, and we had cool art at the time, and it was going to be this amazing thing. Sure. I, and we were all super stoked. I yeah, mean, it was fun. It was our, fun to work our, uh, our other roommate, we, because we worked in video games, it was the three of us living in an apartment, yeah. um, was the uh, the lead, like, uh, gameplay fight, gameplay, yeah. fight designer. Yeah. So it was awesome because Slash he was... programmer. He was really pro- he was putting everything together. He was obsessed with, uh, and I've talked to Sean about this, he was obsessed with fight movies. And we had at the house at any given time every kind of martial arts video that even existed, period. Like, I think he was even yes. going down to downtown L.A. buying, like, like back, you know, back alley kind of videos. You're like, what's this? He's like, I don't know, two kids fighting back there. I filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we had, and then he'd come over to me and Mike and be like, fire. hey, dude. Let's slip this in, especially Mike. He walk over to Mike, and if he moves that we wouldn't even talk to producers about. Hey, right. hey, put the, put this armbar. Like, what? Like before armbars were even a thing. Like, yeah, for like UFC. we were doing like all these crazy like, hey, let's do this. The, the Colombian necktie. We're not talking the, to producers. You know, you're we're like, just like, like, what is that? Like, holy crap! How did he do that? You know. And honestly, since this day, I'm a huge MMA fan because because of him. Him. no, same with me. Dude. I watch it all the time. Kickboxing, you know? Muay Thai, so all fun. because of this Came guy. On? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Badass. <laughs> But uh, so I mean, the biggest difference is like clearly the equipment. Like, yeah. what what else are you seeing? Like, just how well, everything's handled, and um, I mean, yeah. So I mean, I'd like to say like there's a plan all the time. There's not. I mean, the way we work is, is you know, an outline's there, and everyone throws their input in, and we take the best of the best, and 
something changes around. I mean, like, I would say, like, the overall way we develop, it, it probably isn't too much different from, like, little studios, honestly, at Naughty Dog. But, um, I mean, with a, a genuine games, like, there was definitely something more raw about it because I was so new and I was learning so much at the time. Uh, I mean, that was a lot of fun. But now was, that I'm at Naughty Dog, like, I feel, like, confident that I'm making a good game now. Whereas, like, back then... <laughs> we, sell, like, we sell a couple million copies every year. But yeah, it's funny how that well, happens. I mean, it's, it's not just that. It's just, like, you know, like, I mean, you wouldn't make it a Naughty Dog if you didn't believe in the game you're working on. And, you know, like, there's going to be a run. There's times where it's tough to believe in it, but you, you just got to stick it out and have faith. And, you know, it's, it's worked out pretty well so far. What was great, too, is when I started there, there were what hey, I called the, the... I wish. It was the... Uh, <laughs> was the uh, were, were the Jersey boys. So so Mike had moved out from Jersey, but he had taken everybody he had worked with at a game studio pretty much no, with him. Almost. Kind of. Like, Rich, How many, Rich there was, got me There was like four out. or five of you when I started. Yes. Like, you're and like, then, this is my buddy. This is my, it's yeah. like Jersey Shore all in our cube of yeah. like six of us, dude. I think I pulled like <laughs> three or four guys back out of New Jersey. So explain the studio, your first studio in Jersey you worked at. Okay, so this is this, yeah, this is the best stuff. So I jumped on this. Uh, I got an offer. I was working on a screen pl- uh, printing place, and like my old teacher from a comic book illustration that I went to school that I went to like years earlier just walked in and said, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And I'm like, "I'm working here." He's like, "What did you do?" I went to VFS, etc. Da da da. Oh, hey, I know a place that's hiring animation. I was like, "Holy shit!" You know. And you were a two D guy, like that was your oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and you were a two D guy, like right, your background so was two D. I was a two D animator, so uh, I gave this place a call. I showed him my uh, my my little short film, um, the guy with the the vegetables. Like, I remember you've seen it. Uh, and um, uh, holy crap, I got hired, and it was all two D sprite stuff, um, which was fun. I got to work on a commercial uh, for Dear Avenger two, I think. <laughs> Uh, and I did a bunch of 2D. Oh, the title list gets better. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I worked on about, in the first year that I worked there, I worked on about seven games, on, you know, a month cycle to, uh, you know, like I was bouncing all over the place. I worked on a bunch of games, and then all of a sudden there was this mass exiting from the company. So I went into the office. I'm like, I want to learn 3D. Okay, you're one of the few guys that's left. Sure, learn 3D on the job. So I had a nightmarish year because I didn't really even use a computer before that. And we did Outlaw Volleyball, Outlaw Golf. Not in that order. Great games, though. Both of those are great <laughs> games. I played the shit out of Outlaw Golf. Cool, cool. I loved everything about that game. And pretty much that's where the other guys who worked with yeah. the genuine you'd worked with. Yeah, we all kind of came out of that. And, like, you know, Marad, he's a, he's a lead over at Treyarch on Call of Duty. And, like, Rich has been a lead at Naughty Dog and Blizzard. Blizzard and, you know what I mean? So, uh a lot of Donnie, he's down. Actually, I'm not sure if he's a junction player right now, but like he, he was a big deal at Sony for a while. Uh, Leandro's actually at uh, Naughty Dog right now. He's one of the leading uh, oh, lighting really? artists. Yeah. So all at that little place in New Jersey, a whole bunch of people just like I like to say blossomed. <laughs> <laughs> but they would always they would bitch all the time about the experience there, the working experience. That was yeah. the best I get. I like I had no. I had been teaching for two years. For this is my first job, and all I hear is these guys all day. It fucking sucked. This is the sh- you know this is way better out here. You you don't know pain. I mean, there's nostalgia <laughs> to it. I mean, I took a huge pay cut to go there. I like I worked at a warehouse like a couple of years earlier, and I was making like half at the animation studio that I was at the warehouse. <laughs> so I was a little bit bitter at life. And plus, a lot of my other friends were a couple of years ahead of me in terms of like with schooling and all that kind of stuff. So they were making. Money and I was scratching, you know, for cheese anywhere. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was a little bitter at the time, but you know, looking back, you know, they, I was able to learn 3D on the job, so they actually hooked me up, you know. 
So uh, one of my favorite things uh, that I've heard about the PlayStation 3 is that it is, this is a quote from Rooster Teeth, that it's use, useless other than a naughty dog delivery system. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was brilliant. And it kind of brought up this question to me of you are, a naughty dog is the sort of one of very few poster children for develop, you know developers that are exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah. What does that buy you? Like as a as a developer, as a as a lead on the team, like what do you get with that relationship? You're pretty valuable to Sony, obviously. So what can you you know reach over to Uncle Moneybags and be like, hey, we want to you know beef this up? Or well, I mean, I'm a, me personally, I'm not really exposed to most of that kind of stuff. Right. Sure. Um, but uh, I mean, there's definitely a sense of. We all believe that Sony believes that we're gonna give them something that kicks ass, you know. So like, there's like, there's less threat. I mean, I've worked at other studios where there's always that little eminent threat of, oh crap, if this green light doesn't go good, what's gonna happen? I'm not really too worried about that at Naughty Dog right now. I mean, everything we've we've shown has been pretty solid. So, uh, that's one of the biggest things I've noticed. Like the other places, there was always that like, oh my gosh, you know, like three three months from now, am I still gonna be here? Or am I right, gonna be right. begging on a corner? You know. Right. Was there a fear actually with The Last of Us coming from Uncharted, Uncharted Two? Clearly, it's easy to keep that sort of chain coming. Was there like a fear of we're going to pitch some crazy ass zombie thing? I don't know. Like, was there a fear internally of we're going to try to pitch this idea that's not a bread and butter? Um, that's story driven. No, because it really wasn't like, pit- really story driven. Yeah, it wasn't really pitched to the rest of the team as like a zombie game. Like he kind of for well, whatever even more so. Like a zombie game, I would think be easier to pitch. That right. hey, this is just a story-driven game, but not Uncharted per se. And, well, uh, and you get to play as a little girl sometimes. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a tough. Yeah, story. yeah. Well, like the way it was kind of pitched to us was, from what I remember, this was a now, long this, time ago. Is that coming from Sony? Because I'm no, trying no. to tie into what Jason's saying. Like, no, or, this is from Neil, Neil and Bruce. Okay, Neil this is from the, Australia. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. the studio. Yeah, from okay. those those two guys, game directors. Uh, Neil was a co-lead on uh, Uncharted Two and. Bruce was the game director on, on uh, Uncharted 2. So it was, now we want to try something. The way I remember it being pitched was, as they started off, they was they want a relationship between the player and an NPC. And that was a really important part of the game, was getting a relationship that you not just hear, but you feel it as you play the game. So... Like you want to see them get hurt. You have a, yeah. Uh, attachment if they're to talking to each other, you want to see that they're talking to each other. If, if one's mad at you, that we want to, we want it to look like they're a little pissed off at you, and not just a facial expression, but like their their body stance, all that stuff. We wanted you to feel a relationship, you know. But do you feel like the relationship? Like I, I think what Jason is asking, or I'm thinking, is is that because you guys have the clout with them, mm-hmm. does that buy you pretty much? We can come at them with any idea, and they're probably going to be game. It's probably to a certain degree, I would That's imagine, I like they, because of your track record, regardless of your first party or not, because yeah. of your track record, they trust your instincts. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, I mean, they let us do The Last of Us and turn out But could out you okay. come to them all of a sudden and be like, we're going to do a car game. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, that was, uh, if that was literally, if you go that route now, I didn't know. So don't yell at Mike. Just, that was only because they were talking about Mario Kart earlier. So that's where my head went. Okay. If you were going to do a Mario Kart, but not Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, yeah, like there's definitely confidence that like uh, they believe in us and that helps us believe in ourselves. And, you know, just having confidence in what you're working on, that goes a long way. I mean, you guys probably all have that too. If you don't believe in what you're working on, it's going to be tough to give 100%. So 
Uh, stuff for our movie just kind of got released today. Yeah, it was, was kind of me. <laughs> we really showed our logo and oh, character today? design. Well, it got released. On the net? Um, yeah, it's on the... Leaked? It got leaked on the net, but it was it was presented. It was to a press event. Um, in, like, D.C. at something, do you know? No. Sean doesn't care about the show. Because <laughs> Sean's on the same movie as me. I, can't, but I anyway, don't even have time to look at what's happening outside. They, uh, they said that the movie looked a lot more exciting than the boring title. That's good. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, it's a huge backhanded compliment. Right? That's like going yeah. like, hey, Liz, those clothes fit you pretty good for your weight. It's exactly how I feel about our show, oh, by there the way. Oh, there's a face. Exactly. <laughs> oh. He didn't mean that, Liz. I know. He didn't mean that. Sad day. Look at his face. He totally meant that. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can I, can I uh, swing a little bit to the tech side? Um, no, please. So I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I went to GDC a couple years ago, and they did a big talk about the animation engine for Uncharted, and it was like amazing the type of blending uh, with uh, with with uh, Jeremy and Judd. I don't remember. The name, it was like four years ago. Yeah, I think it was about yeah, four yeah. years ago. Yeah. So are they using still an iteration of that engine for The Last of Us? Or are you guys doing a ton of blending? And yeah, we're doing. I mean, we're using the same kind of tools and the same techniques and stuff like that. Um, I mean, we upped it a little bit in terms of, like, one big thing we, we added was, was gestures, and that is, uh, I mean, they're just, like, partial and additive animations that play on top of walks and runs and stuff, so I could, like, look at you and kind of shrug my shoulders in any direction that, you know, would look right, and, and there's no interruption on, like, the player or the NPC if they're walking or running and stuff like that. Does that change the way you have to animate things to make sure that yeah, those layers... Yeah, I mean, can... you definitely have to pull back a little bit on, like, the base animation that you're going to apply everything to so you can have these things play on top. But, I mean, it's it, that's a bigger win to have all that stuff because it yeah. helps show emotion, and that was a huge part of yeah, you know, for sure. what we were trying Did to do. Did you guys struggle with that a lot, actually, in some of the first stuff, trying to just show sort of that emotion between the player and the NPC and, the, like, in a really reading? Well, the heart... No, and I'll tell you why, because... We every the first couple of things we dumped in, it was just way too over the top. I mean, we oh, were like overly expressive. Li- yeah, like okay. it's not like we were throwing like Looney Tunes, like crazy sure, style sure. stuff in, but like it was always just like, oh, well, that's way too much. <laughs> Pull it back, tone it down, and like you know, like Neil's mantra with, with, with a lot of this stuff was is less is more, and it turned out great. We had all these little things that are just these subtle, you know, arm turns and stuff, and it reads really well. And like you're not seeing it when you're playing the game, like wow, that was a great gesture. You end up feeling the overall experience and stuff like that. So. Was there? Well. Did you do more? Um, were there more animations for Joel than there were for Nathan Drake, or did you um, because you were going for emotion so much? I mean, from more than Uncharted two, uh, it was probably close to about the same. I mean, we also had two franchises to work on Uncharted two, so we had more to build on. But I want to say. It, I couldn't tell you. I, that's a number I never, I never checked. I, I was religious on like Uncharted One. Like, wow, me and Jeremy did this many animations. And Uncharted Two, oh, we did this many, and like, I don't remember how we did in uh, Last of Us. It was probably something close, but it probably wasn't quite what Uncharted Two was in terms of number of assets. Was there a difference in the animations of the two characters, considering that they're they seem a little bit more similar, obviously, than you know. Uh, Princess Peach, Princess and Peach and Mario, or you know, right. they seem like somewhat similar, sort of like leading, you know, lead. I was gonna say actor, Princess Peach and Mega Man. What do you mean oh, different? You mean just in terms of like the way we did everything, or yeah, just in the the types of animations and the types of the way that you animated them, like the way that they walked and the way yeah. That they kind so of for one, themselves. yeah, for one, like Joel is uh, 
I mean, his whole moveset is a strafe, so like he have to run left and right, and all those left and right animations have to be perfectly phased with the forward run. So, and same with the back. So we have a back set of three animations, and they have to be perfectly phased with each other, which I hate is blending those things. They're horrible. I mean, it's I mean, it's tough to do because I mean, like, just because you have it phased doesn't mean it looks good, right? So, like, you might be well, you know, you know, moving forty-five degrees in one direction, and you're playing a fifty percent blend on two full-body animations with gestures and partials playing on top of all this stuff. It gets a little out of hand sometimes, but I mean. Um, that was the biggest difference in terms of the player animations. You, on 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 the mocap side, though, were you very conscious not to use? And Josh will probably remember this to use the same actor who would maybe do a lot of your shoots for Drake, making sure not to use him on The Last of Us because Nolan for, North for Beowulf, <laughs> they would use. They found out really fast if you use the same people we use for Spider-Man yeah. for the Beowulf, he would always land in the Spidey pose on jumps. <laughs> no, seriously, we he would did, get he data. Would like we would get data and be like, okay, literally, this is getting old. Like, we, we would have to redo it. He would land in this like yeah. the crouch pose. We're like, okay, Spidey, this is not the same. <laughs> yeah, like, there's definitely different people, job. There's definitely yeah. people that have the same signatures when they move and stuff like that. Um, we had a guy who did a lot of our stunt stuff anyway. Uh, well, first Troy Baker did all the acting and stuff for Joel, uh, and then we had a stunt guy. Is that guy. the little mini me? No, yeah. oh, no, that's no. Vern Troyer. <laughs> so <laughs> it has the name in the right order. Do you see like, my confusion? It that, literally has that solver. That solver is amazing. <laughs> it goes from three feet to a six say, foot character. He said he, they could do it. Yeah, and the kill solver is amazing. So Troy did. Troy did all the cinematics. He did a nice, a big chunk of all like the scripted uh, dialogue, heavy dialogue driven stuff that we had in the game for all the gameplay stuff. We wanted a certain like brutish look to it, and uh, just to save a lot of time, uh, we have a stunt guy named Chris Robinson we brought in, and uh, he's an ex like quarterback from Clemson. He's a big guy, has a lot of weight on him, and he's crazy athletic, and he's just awesome at what he does in a lot of games. So like his signature was great for Joel. He was Perfect. solid. It was, so you definitely awesome. didn't use the same kind of actor you used for no, for no, okay. no, no, no. Can can I make a recommendation that if you guys do a sequel and you need to mocap specifically Joel's beard, mm-hmm. which gets un, unruly at times, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> um, our guy Jason Pecco right yeah. here, you could tie some balls or some markers <laughs> to his beard, and I think you could get something <laughs> really good. Chin. Hey, Mike, Mike, if you could tie your balls on Jason's chin, that'd be amazing. He's totally fine with that. Yeah. So let's let's jump to next gen for a second. I'm kind of curious about. What do you as an animation lead think that, you know, higher fidelity of, of graphics and more RAM is going to buy you and your team? Well, I mean, the first thing I think of is animation memory. So more allotment for what for your part of the artwork? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, I don't know all the numbers and stuff like that yet uh, that we're going to have to deal with. But I mean, I mean, a huge portion of our animations are at. 15 frames a second we have a lot that are at 10 you know what I mean yeah some of the ones that are the real meat and potatoes we did get at 30 but um, a lot of that we build up up all the frame rate on everything and we'll probably have a lot more opportunities to stream animation so it's not loaded into the animation memory so right. which we were able to do but we were limited to with you know how much we could do that with on our game it cool. sucks seeing the end result too because I was doing facial animation on uh, this game called Saboteur hmm and uh, that's a good game too. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love Kearney. Kearney. But yeah, it was Kearney had to have played all these. It was like Inglorious <laughs> Bastards, the video game. It was yeah, kind of like that. And, but you know, we I spent so much time just 
animating like you know this this face and talking and you know by the time it actually gets to an, a rent even in cinematic stuff if it's rendered with like a game engine too, yeah it, it it drops off yeah so you can like ah oh, it looks like shit yeah i mean you can lose some stuff i mean um yeah it happens when you render stuff in game engine sometimes i mean I like to but I'm sure you test it. And you look, yeah, yeah, I mean, you you look at it, and I'm sure do you, do you make do you end up having to make a lot of adjustments? Because I, I I my last experience in games is when we were there, and I and I don't remember a lot of that happening. Well, I mean, all our cinematics are rendered in engine. Um, they have a little more they have a little more control on the face than we do for the gameplay stuff. I mean, when you have a head that's you know four or five inches on the screen for the most part during gameplay, you don't need all that extra. There's no point, like, put it in effects or, you know, just give me more animation memory for more animations, you know, so. How, how much time do you have to spend in the game engine? Like, getting, do you have to actually put the animations in yourself or is there an integration engineer? Or? Well, when we have gameplay engineers, um, if we're creating, like, a, uh, a different version of something, of a function that already exists, say a run for a different character... We have like remapping and retargeting, so we can just basically tell, throw a dump, a dump a character in the game, and the programmers will hook up a retarget and say like, all right, this guy's going to use this person's animation. So it all works. So for mm-hmm. testing purposes, for design and gameplay and et cetera, nothing's holding those guys back. We all then we have uh, some script files, exactly what I went to game animation school for. That we go in and we replace animate uh, the animations per character. And we don't necessarily like, replace every single animation. Some of the small stuff, we just uh, let them use the other person's animation. You're not going to know the difference. Mm-hmm. But all the meat, like idles and walks and runs and all that kind of stuff, they should be unique for each character. So we have the power to, to put all that kind of stuff in without even talking to a programmer, which is awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, you're in a script file and you're not animating. So yeah. uh, in the end, it's a super powerful tool to have, and we're glad to have it. That's cool. So how much animation are you pumping out a week? the game uh, well so for gameplay uh, there's no way to give you a number because there's so many like just try this that didn't work try this that didn't work Try, you know what I mean and then yeah. some, sometimes you have a week that just you just fly through uh, for like IGC's and cinematics uh, well I should say for the IGC's which is the scripted animations in game we usually try to go between 12 and 15 seconds a week and during crunch I think we were probably closer to 20 um, for the cinematics I think those guys held pretty steady between 7 and 10 Speaking That's of right. crunch, yeah. how long do you guys have to crunch for? Long time. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to you. Well, that was part of the things I like, wanted to be on the show. I don't know. I got a couple months. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you excited? Um, as excited as you probably are to move to like PS4? Do you think? It seems like right now, like with um, as it was, I feel like at the end of the last console generation, mm-hmm. there's lots of great games coming out. Your sure. your guys being one of them, GTA Five, like yeah. lots of games that are really pushing the hardware. Do you think that? Um, are you like pumped to learn some new stuff, or are you kind of like, oh man, we're just like reaching the potential of the PS3, and now we got to move on to this new one? No, I mean it's it's good. It forces everybody to you know move forward, right? I mean, uh, it's gonna be really hard to get all this new stuff working with all these new numbers and like you know along with all that new stuff with just like software updates. All your tools got to get updated, so we have tons of like in you know game tools that we have, all that stuff's going to have to be updated, but as they updated it, hopefully we can squeeze in improvements and etc. your whole, I mean, your whole engine, the whole foundation of what your games are built on has to be ported over to new hardware now too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's whole, one of the big things huge that you know, process. we're working on is getting it over. You yeah, know. I can imagine that would be not a quick 
process. No, it's by it's not quick at all. <laughs> it's very very slow. Yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah, it's 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 long. It's so, so so are you playing the game? What do you mean? Like, are you going to play the game? The Last of Us. It, yeah. Yeah, I've already played it okay. a few times. And are, I mean, is it as enjoyable for you as? Working on it as if you weren't working on it, kind of knowing some of the bits that's going into it. Yeah, it was because I never got a chance to really. So, like you know, like we're in development. I'm playing the game and I'm looking at, it, but I'm doing it in little pieces. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, sorry, Sean and David, but I skipped over cinematics most of the time because I need to look at like the stuff that I was. You know what I mean? So I knew what was going on. I knew what most of the cinematics were, but I never saw the whole thing, like, you know, because pacing is really important in our games, too. So I never saw the way it was totally put together. So the first time I played it was uh, all the way through was probably something around four or five days after we shipped, after I got a little bit of sleep. And it took me about four or five days at the office to play. And, like, it was awesome. It was just, it was just, I had so much fun. Was it awesome awesome to come into work knowing that was the only reason you were there? To just to just play, um, play to just game. play through it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was pumped to play it because there were so many questions that I had with, you know, did all this stuff work? Did like the way we pace all these, sure. uh, you know, things out? Did it really work? I mean, I saw them in little chunks. I mean, that wasn't my job to see the like the big picture of the game. So I was pretty confident we nailed it, but I, I didn't get to experience it. So experiencing was awesome, you know. So, so are you playing GTA Five? Uh, I am not, but um, after I leave here tonight, I'll be picking up an HDMI cord and <laughs> putting it in. I lost the cord for my Xbox, so. So let's let's switch gears slightly and talk about what the Guinness Book of World Records released <laughs> today, which is that GTA Five now holds the following records. Best-selling action-adventure video game in 24 hours. Best-selling video game in 24 hours. Fastest entertainment property to gross $1 billion. Hmm. Fastest video game to gross $1 billion. Highest grossing video game in 24 hours. Highest revenue generated by an entertainment product in 24 hours. Most viewed trailer for an action-adventure video game. And it beat The Last of Us for Sony's digital um, digital purchase. Do- downloads. Yeah, because like, uh, Last of Us had the record and now... yeah. So for those of you jokers, so sorry. (laughs) For those of you jokers that are playing GTA Five, who got in on some online action? I I tried. Last video, I tried, failed. I got wasted. How was it? It works now. I didn't play. Yeah. Oh, it works. We are doing it tomorrow. Oh, it works at uh, nine o'clock. If anyone wants to jump on, are you actually going to show up this time? I was in. I played it that night. Oh, did you? you? Oh, you did. I finally got in. Like we all control eleven or midnight. Yeah. Uh, we have a crew that we've started. We started a crew. We started a nerdtastic, uh, nerdtastic crew. Nerd. Did I send an invite. I in uh, you haven't. Si- you have to sign up for social club. All right, I'm all. I'm gonna sign up. Okay. So am I in? <laughs> Once you're signed up, you gotta go through the hazing process. But as soon as I'm we're signed up, fine, Liz. Liz said I gotta let you in. So go to social club, uh, and this is for anybody actually listening because I can add you all to it. It's it's nerdtastic is the uh, crew. Including you, Mike, when you sign up. Is it like a gang? Like, is it like it the is. Warriors? Literally, literally. Where you, literally, just, like, literally, you have yeah. colors. You're going to get jumped in. You have colors <laughs> that you can wear. It's GTA 5. Like Liz, like hand, Liz, handle that. It's more like I'm West Side Story. We just kind of run around and snap our fingers and draw knives. Are you playing? No, I have, I have one video game. And that is? Infinity. Ah, nice. Disney Infinity. So let's talk about this uh, online mode for a second. And uh, Jack and I got to play Saturday Night. Saturday night, Friday night, I can't remember. With uh, a you know, buddy friend of the show, Pete Upson, and um, 
we all got on pretty much at the same time and all went online together for the first time at the same time. Aww. And there's about – it, it was that sweet. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and we're – you know, the, the hope is that we'd all – And Jason like, never goes online. No. Keep this in He's mind. Scared. He never plays I'm multiplayer a, anything. Not a multi. I'm a, I'm a story. He was drinking beer guy. that night. It was crazy. <laughs> what? That's not Cursing. Get out of hand here. <laughs> so uh, their tutorial to kind of start this thing, I imagine you could probably get through it in like a half hour maybe. But Josh sent us an article that said, okay, the top five things you have to do in online. And one of them was you have to make sure you get a good car right off the bat because yeah. – that car stays with you. So suddenly it became For the a game. Like any car you get after that, you have to buy. Oh, so okay. if not, this is your one free car. So suddenly it became so you're just about running around looking for a car. Yeah. Suddenly it became about car. online. What you, you can, but you just have. That's but the that's one you your car. You can, but there's okay. there's some things that you have to account. But can we wait? Can we just first bring up that the tutorial is awful and makes no sense yes. that it shouldn't even be in the game. Right. It's teaching you how You're to play forced. a game. It doesn't really You're help forced you to do it all. and it's teaching you how to play things that you learned in the single player. Yes. And especially for people playing on day 1, they usually they pretty much probably bought this game before online even existed and so yes. they know how to play and you cannot skip really, it. Really the tutorial should have been hold the hold the select button. Yeah. And figure some shit to out. To pull up and that, then play. Yeah. 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 yeah it should have been completely <laughs> optional. So uh, I'm like 10 minutes ahead of you and Pete. And, but we're all, we're all doing this first opening mission that it forces you to But not race. together. So we're all on a whatever party <laughs> chat. And we're all talking. And I'm like, dic- I'm like narrating, like dictating what's happening well, it's know, a race. ahead of you. The first thing's a race. No, no, no. I'm talking about after the race. Once well, you- I have found funny in the race that me and you had to actually face and race like seven other guys. Pete gets in, he goes, nope, just me and one other dude. <laughs> and he wins the race. I go, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and so it, it's – my first impression is that the tutorial – granted, keep in mind, I don't play multiplayer. But the tutorial, you think it'd be you kind of like learning how to do the controls. It's not. No. It's basically let's put you in a real scenario. There's real people playing all around you. But we're going to restrict what you can do and give you some little missions. So that it's like Sean said, it's is not it all really a tutorial. People who are completing the tutorial, like, are you all? No, on the same that's level? the thing. It's oh, like you can be playing with guys doing. They're playing the real game while you're playing there's, the tutorial. There's NPCs, okay. there's computer guys in, in the world, yeah. and then there's at any given time on a given server. I think it's sixteen or yeah, something. Up to sixteen. Up to sixteen. Which so, actually in that world isn't a lot of people. Can you tell who they are? Yeah, they have little. Sure, sure. So this. Story for me is I'm getting. I get to the part where it's like, okay, you got to find a car, and then you have to go re- like register that as your car, and that's when it becomes yours. Yes, you and so I'm because of Josh's the article. So keep this in mind. We, <laughs> I decide. All right, I'm going to go look for a good car. So we're kind of chatting about like what in LA is ritzy. So we were like, our right, Beverly Hills. So I go and I find Beverly Hills. Best car, of course. I find a, lab, a Lamborghini, which I believe is called an Infernus or something like that. Hop in it. This car is restricted. Car is restricted. You <laughs> only can buy it online. All right, fine. I go to the next house. Porsche. Hop in it. This car is restricted. Yeah. <laughs> fine. Go to the next one. Dodge Viper. Hop in it. This car is restricted. It goes on and on and on. And as I'm going through Beverly Hills, I see a beater red pickup just drive through at faster. <laughs> like if you look at all the cars that are driving through the game, like the scripted stuff or whatever, they're like cruising at like 35 miles an hour. This guy's going 200 easy. And... <laughs> 
cruises by and I had to see a little name tag over him and he drive, you know, drives right by me and I'm like, all right, whatever, that guy's going somewhere. So I, you know, I continue my little search. I'm on foot looking for my car. <laughs> this guy cruises back around and he, ro- you know, whatever, rolls down the window and starts, you know, shooting at me. So I dive behind a car and I'm like, I'm like, what is this Joker doing? And so. You know, he kind of tries to shoot me, and I dive in some bushes and climb up a fence, and I'm off, and I'm like, whatever. I think he's gone. So I come back out. But and you can he, see him on the map. Like, he knows where he's at. And I come back out into the road and where the little row of houses, and I'm looking for, you know, a good car. And this guy <laughs> comes back and tries to kill me. And he and he's, he's at it, and I keep ditching him. Like, he's not doing a very good job. But he come, he's at it for like 15 minutes. Finally, I get fed up. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to fight back. Good and for do you know you. how I discovered the best possible option to fight back when someone's trying to run you over? Hop in their passenger seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the car, you can't do anything to them. Literally, uh, this guy gets close enough to me where he tries to run me over and his, he kind of drifts and his back end hits a wall and he doesn't quite hit me. So I just open the door and hop in his passenger seat. <laughs> and then my character's just sitting there. And then he's like a he's like a bull that's trying to buck me off, like he's crashing into things trying to get me to like get out. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like trying to I'm like is there like an elbow the driver button? And I, he, I'm just so note to self if you're tr- if someone's you know a, a couple times. maniacally trying to to kill you, just hop in the passenger seat. Oh my God. Just go along for the ride and you'll be fine. That's amazing. That's awesome. So he's doing this, and I'm like in my head, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm telling them this, and they're like 15 minutes behind me. I'm like, whoa, this guy's oh, it's well, I finish. I'm like, well, he hopped in this car, so I. Assume maybe the, the the bug of the game was whatever first car you get into that he's becomes your car, right? So, so I have thinking, beater. So he's like, up. yeah. In my head, I'm like, he's getting all these errors. Like you can't get that. It's it's premium. Whatever. In my head, I'm like, oh, it's because he jumped in that truck or whatever. It thinks the truck. So I'm like, so I'm way out in the ghetto, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like Beverly Hills. So I, I'm looking on the map. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, it's a long fucking run. So I run. I run probably 15 <laughs> miles equivalent in game. My, my, my attribute meter for like, and they're asking me like, Jack, where are you? They're already like getting ready to start some other side mission. I'm like, I'm almost there. And I'm not getting in any car. I'm like, not until I get to a ritzy part of town. So I end up like, I see the Vinewood Hollywood sign. I'm like, that's my, that's my mark. Now I, and I'm literally just tapping it, running through the city. And I'm like, this is taking me for, I get up in the hills and I, and I finally hit my breaking point. I'm like, I just give me a fucking car. I want to go have fun. I get in the first one. I'm like, oh, premium. I'm like, oh, fuck. You're telling me I just ran 20 miles. And now it's the same shit. But then it became a mission for us to get the best car. Which so me and Pete. I have. No, you don't. Yes, That's the fucked up I part. I do. Me and Pete find pre- I get like an equivalent of a nice BMW. And I'm like, this is pretty sweet. I trick it out. Pete gets something like it's pimp. Jason the whole time is going, no, guys. You got to go down to like Venice Beach. The best car's down there. So we eventually meet up because Pete's like, we need to go steal a helicopter because Jason was like, we need to go to find the military base to steal jets and we'll race jets. I'm like, all of us are like, we got nothing else to do. Seems like the numero uno thing to do. So let's go to this. Let's let's go to this helipad. So we all pull our cars up, and I'm like, oh, Pete, nice car. (laughs) Fucking Jason pulls his car up. We're like, the hell is that? It looks like some Plymouth or like some old ass car. No, he's like pretty, no, he's like pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> hold on. Keep in mind, I've played probably a half hour longer than they have he looking for a car. He had talked for 10 minutes how cool this car is. Like, you guys got to get this car. You I guys found, get this, I found car. this car. You get about 16 miles to gallon. It's so long. <laughs> I find this car and the police chase me into the ocean. Yeah, that's right. You drove it into the ocean. Dude. And so I, uh, I hop out and swim to safety. And, but that was a really good car. And you can tell, like, the you know, they program the mechanics of the car to feel like you have more control over, you know, pulling the e-brake and stuff like that. And this car was 
I hopped in all kinds of cars looking for the right one. This car was legitimately <laughs> way better than any other one. And I, I think it was it. the only one that didn't give the, the error. Yeah, clearly. I, it was I, the first one. I lost it to the ocean, but then I found another one. <laughs> and that one clearly at the one. bottom of the ocean and drove it out. Did you guys get into any uh, jets, any any flying around? Uh, we're getting there. Okay. So, so, we- so with my awesome car, and it is the best car you can get without paying money. Yeah, it is. The best car. <laughs> you did. You haven't driven it yet. No, because there was no reason. Here's to. the problem: if you look at it, it's not the most <laughs> visually appealing. It's basically the what is it? The Cadillac Crossfire. It's ugly. It's not an attractive <laughs> oh. looking car. So this is the other best part about pulling up with these cars. You pull up, and in my head, I'm like. I'm guessing they're going to try to make their character close to them or something <laughs> close, right? No. So, so we get up. So oh, we get up. No. And, and, and by the way, the character oh, customization no. is horrible in this game. Horrible. It does like a lineage it's actually, thing. Hold on. Oh, it's actually, hold on. It's actually an incredibly... Cool. I don't know. I thought it was It's horrible. an incredibly advanced thing, but it's useless if you want to just play the game. Because the way you design your character, it's not like pick a beard and pick... It's first, pick which one was your great-grandmother. Or it's your grandmother, lineage. and like then pick your grandfather, look. and then you dial in their yeah. attributes, and then it. This is what your parents look like, and so this is what you no, look seriously. like. And I'm then you dial in all the, the thought is, and then it, you the dial, thought is cool. You yeah, dial in how much influence do you get from your mother's side versus your father's oh, side? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it, really it, bizarre. Does it affect how you talk or anything, or nope, yeah, yeah, just how you look? You think it's deep. You're like, this is super deep, and then you realize pretty much, unless you both are like Asian parents. Black parents or some ethnic. You just got to do what I did and just go for the rainbow. That's racist, bro. Come out awesome. Or just hit the random button. Yeah. I didn't do my accents. What did you, what did you do, Jason? Jay, Jay, Jay calls me out every time we I go spent, back. What did you pick? No joke. I spent an hour getting as close to my look as I possibly could. <laughs> so, did you pull up? No. Did you make a pirate? So, okay. no, no, you can't. And he should. So we, first, you first, my, first our buddy Pete. Rastafari. Our buddy Pete is in a parking lot. We decided we we're going to meet up in this place. I pull up and I'm like, hey, that kind of looks like Pete a little bit. A little bit. I'm going to let you finish talking before I chime in. <laughs> then, uh, if you look at mine, <laughs> then. I, then. I pull up and I look at these two. Okay, first, Jay, Jason looks like a mixture of just this overdone <laughs> Jewish-Armenian dude. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, what is, who are you going for? Pete pulls up and looks like he's been hit in the face with a frying pan. Neither one of these guys look up. I walk out. And I'm on my white v-neck and my aviator shades. Does somebody have it up? No. Can you pull up the pictures? Is it? Is that <laughs> mine? Where did I How did you do that? How do we pull up your pictures? Yeah. Oh, it's on the social club. If you click on the game, if on you go game? like, so go to social club and you have to log in as you. Yeah. And then once you log in as you, if you click on GTA Five, it'll have the three characters that are in the story, and then you. Needless to say, neither one of these dudes looked even remotely like them at all. I'm like, okay, I see what you're going for. All right, I hey, made good a- luck. I tried to make mine look like me. It I was made impossible. a sick on accident. I made a sick Marlon Brando. Like it looked so perfect, like Godfather era. And I was like, this is so good. And then it glitched on me so many times that the only way to fix it was you had to delete your character. And then go back in. So the character I have was me just giving up and going like, whatever. I just want to play the game now. And he actually kind of looks like me a little bit. So we decide that we are going to break into a military compound. So well, we didn't. We knew there was a military base. Yeah, but it didn't show up on the map. It doesn't show up on the map. Well, so then I was it. Oh yeah, Jack and I I think are just hanging out, and Pete just. Oh no! It was you guys go get a chopper. We go get a chopper. He's like, Pete's like, we need a helicopter. They stop and just pick me up. Oh, like. Jason stops. So he lands in the middle of the street. We pick up Jason, 
And then we realize we don't know where it's at. And you pull up the map, and the map doesn't show where a military base is. You pulled is. up the map. I well, opened I the, I opened and the I case, and I, I got the map, yeah. and I was like, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally like human GPS. Like, I left the map up, and I'm following our little arrow. And we're going super slow, and the world's huge. Mm. And I'm like, a little more to the left. All right, I'll straight. A little more to the right. <laughs> and I'm guessing. I see something that says Fort something, and that's all it says. There's no, like, an outline of a building. We get close, and all I hear is Pete start to yell, no, 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 there's buildings out in the middle of nowhere. I, I think this is it. Now, I know from previous games, and I've never done it, but I've heard from all of you guys, that if you land in a military base or even go close to it, your star rating goes to four. Yeah. And they don't fuck around. They yeah. kill you instantly. I'm like, nah, maybe this game's different. It's not on the map or multiplayer. Maybe they don't care. So, And they're telling us. They're like, if we land, shit's going to go down. I'm like, nah. <laughs> so we land the helicopter. We're getting close, and we're looking. I'm like, get close to the jets. So we see jets in a hangar. There's like, I think there were three of them, weren't there? Yeah. There was like an exact number of jets for us. And we're like, all right, we'll get in the jets. We'll uh, there were two. Sorry. Were there two? There were two. So it was bound to one turn for one you. of us somebody, was screwed. Somebody was going down. Somebody one was going you. down. One for Pete and one for Pete to run me over in. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the helicopter. I'm like, all right, you ready to go? Now the star rating hasn't come up when you're in their airspace, which I thought it might. Literally. By the way, hold on. Let's pause there. If you were going to do this, where would you land the helicopter? Yeah. Someplace high, like on top of a building. Really? Like you wouldn't that. land no. up right no, next to him? Oh, right, right next to him. Yeah, yeah, right right Not a mile away from him. Good job, Pete. <laughs> we were pretty close. In all fairness, we were pretty close. We weren't that far. <laughs> he lands it. <laughs> we be like, instantly four stars. As soon as we hit the ground, we dive out in that roll, and we're running. And right. I'm like, <laughs> and it's literally like I'm listening to Chariots of Fire. <laughs> and I'm like, you could see it. The jet's in arm shot. And like Pete's, Pete and Jason are yelling. Like Pete's like, I think I got it. I think I got it. Did Pete? Uh, Pete, Pete got, got it in. and was taxiing out. I got run over by Pete's jet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hand shot to the door to get in the jet. Like I'm literally doing the animation you trigger with Y to get in the vehicle. He puts his arm up, goes in. I get tank shot. <laughs> I go down. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. Are you good? And Pete's still yelling. He goes, I think I got it. I'm on the runway. He's like, fuck. And then a tank pulls out and shoots him head on, on, on the runway. We're like, all right. So it spawns you. Now, no, we had a helicopter that we've landed in the military base we no longer have. Right. We are now probably the equivalent of 50 miles out of town, and it puts us in a creek bed outside the military base. So Jason... He died before all of us. He runs up to the military base, and he's doing the perimeter, going, there's got to be a way in. Me and Pete spawn. Pete looks at me. I look at him after spawn. Like, in case you're curious, it takes 45 minutes to walk around the military yeah. base. <laughs> we look at each other like, hey, dude, what's going on? We just pull guns and just in the middle of this day. He kills me. I'm like, all right, I got you. But instead of it respawning me there, no. It triggers a stupid death animation that happens the first time you die in online. Where an angel comes down in a leisure suit, talks to you. Yeah, put me back to the fucking city. <laughs> so these two jackasses stay at the military base. We're like, we're trying to find a way. And I'm like, I'll find a jet. I'll come meet you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I finally break into the, hel- the the airport. There's no jets. There's nothing. I'm like, all right. And I'm bored. And it's been like an hour. Literally, like I'm doing this. I'm like, so I find an El Camino like anybody would. And I'm like, Pete, because Jason at this point, I think, is like, I'm going to bed. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, dude. I'm yeah, gonna, it's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive to you. I'll get there. Literally, it's 50 miles. It took me another 30 minutes to get out to Pete, my old Camino. So, of course, the first thing I do is run his ass over because he killed me. But he spawns back there. And what it does is it triggers a multi. When you kill somebody, like, you've each killed each other, it triggers, like, automatic team deathmatch. And you go into a... I didn't even tell you this. It triggered, like, an online mini game for us. So, I had guns. 
Pete didn't have any guns. <laughs> so every time Pete would spawn, he'd be like, I'm coming at you. And it one shot shotgun. <laughs> he's like, so he's like, I'm coming in with crazy fists and there was trees and bushes and he'd come, he'd come strafing side to side with as much animation as he could. One shot. As soon as he got close to me, he's like, this, this wasn't near as fun. So he comes back in and I'm like, all right, truce. We got to get in the military base to honor Jason. We got to make this happen. You can't drive through the front gate. We've already realized that. So I get the El Camino and I tell you this, Jay, we're looking around the perimeter. We're like, there's got to be a way maybe to jump. Yes. Mm. We, we found a ledge, like, not even a cliff. It's a ledge that's on the same height as the fence. Now, the fence has two fences. It has a perimeter fence, then, like, a jail. It has that, that alley that goes around yeah, the base, the mm-hmm. and then an inner fence. And I'm looking at Pete, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we can clear the first fence. And Pete's like, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to jump out when we try to do the jump, and then when you get as far as you can over the fence, you jump. And then we'll just try to make a run for something. I'm like, of course it's 2.30, almost 3. We're like, this is the best idea we've heard all night. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So we back, and there's no real run, like runway. Yeah. So we back up on this cliff. I'm like, all right, dude, do or die. Fuck it, we've got nothing else to do. We, we, cl- we clear the first fence barely. Pete's like, I got it. Pete jumps out. My car hits the fence. And then like, Wizard of Oz falls on top of him. Literally, I get out of the car. I'm like, Pete, I made it. I look down. Pete's legs are out from the El Camino and he's like, son of a bitch. He's like, I'm back in the creek bed. And I'm like, and I'm literally though so happy I made the jump into the first part and the car's still up. So I'm like, I'm free, bitches. And I start driving the uh, the inner path and my star level's slowly creeping up but it hasn't gone full board. I'm like, all right. I find an entrance in and instead of doing what I should have done, which was drive right to the jets, I see a military like uh, cargo truck. I'm like, that's got to be a beef for a vehicle. Don't ever get into the military cargo truck. It goes a They're whole two miles sad. per hour. Yeah. As soon as I get in, Pete's like, hey, and he's on the fence line. Watch you guys. <laughs> you're so fucked. I'm running faster than you're driving. That's the same truck you were talking about and picking Dude, up horrible. the stash. That's they the rammed truck. me with the little Jeeps from the military and just blew me up. He's like, I get, he goes, wait for it. And he just counted down. Because you can see the Jeeps on my ass. He's like, and welcome to the creek, bitch. And then I I came out. And then we're basically stuck. He hails a cab all the way the fuck out. (laughs) There's another way to get in. Uh, my buddy and I were playing, and he like he knew this like secret way to get in. So there's like a, a highway that goes into a tunnel, mm-hmm. and that's over the right, by the water treatment. And on the right side of the tunnel, that w- there looks to be like a cliff, but it's actually a hill. And if you go cruising down the highway, and instead of going through the tunnel, you go straight at the, the what looks like a cliff. It goes up, and you just shoot into the into the. So it clears both it fences. Clears both fences, and we pulled up right next to the jet. And as soon as we got out. <laughs> I love that Pete made the runway though. That's so I just I, this whole time, as lame as this sounds, I was looking for my picture, and I have been a victim of the lost my online character. So that happened to me. What is that? That happened twice the same night. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. It was a bug, a bug that's supposedly been fixed, but your outlet, your online character is gone. So you have to recreate. Yep. Your, yeah. and go through that but whole thing. Guess what together. car? Jewish Armenian. Guess mafia? what car I'm getting? Prius <laughs> <laughs> car. Yaris. What's it called? The Surge. <laughs> I like that they can't get the legal names for any of the cars. Right? They can't, or they just don't want to, and so they just call them stuff that's ridiculous, like the Surge. Sure, that makes sense. Well, that's the, the Tesla is called the Coil, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah, a lot of them are inspired. And then my... What's the Prius f- called? 
The Prius the surge. Is, is the surge. Yeah. Yeah. You said the one was called the Infernus. The uh, Lam- like Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, uh, Pecco, you played? Yeah, I haven't played online yet, but oh, I've been okay. playing the single player. Oh, okay. Like, I, I went on a rampage the other day and stole a bus and just started <laughs> destroying shit, and then I drove it off Santa Monica Pier into the ocean, <laughs> tried to climb on a cop boat. Hey, did you, hey, did you, <laughs> did you see my car down there? <laughs> yeah, did you pick up the right next to it? Yeah, like a car. Yeah. It was still moving really slow. <laughs> uh, here's one thing I will de- I definitely wanted to say is I am not I'm not a big multiplayer gamer and I've labeled myself that because all of the multiplayer games that I have tried have been first person shooters I am absolutely committing right now to say that I'm no longer going to say I'm not a multiplayer gamer I have never had that much fun playing online and the, I was thinking about a little bit about why it is, um, because I've tried to play with the Jokers on like Minecraft and other things, and I, I think it's the fact that there is a for me it's online and it can be competitive because I mean, we talked a lot about competitive, but that's not necessarily like you can that's have races. We had the most stuff. fun with. We had the most fun trying to just goof around, <laughs> which that game's geared for exactly. And so like. Like I was thinking about and Call Pete, of Duty. Pete if we were going in, in that environment, by the way, that's like his comedy. If we were like, going to go in and play Call of Duty, if I was going to play that with somebody, it's not a, you don't goof around in there. If you don't, if you're not trying to shoot somebody, no. you're going to get well, shot. We, like, when we played that story. knives, what was the game that we oh, played? Like sticks and stones. Sticks and, and stones. That was brilliant. Yeah, those, <laughs> those are made to be yeah. fun, though. Those but I had so much fun, and we did. Before even, you went to bed, you said that you're we like, didn't even do all that much. I mean, no. we got shot, and I lost a car to the ocean. Like, and I and I learned that you can save yourself by passengering. That's what I'm calling that is it hilarious. with other people. <laughs> you just jump. Literally, this guy's trying it's to run me over. There. I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? Let me hop on in. The game's funny from the standpoint of you do have these other people when you play multi that are in there. And there's not many. Like I said, 16. But I realize, and keep this in mind when you two go play online, that the second mission after the car thing the car race is your first mission in the tutorial the second is you have to go rob a convenience store by the way did you, the, in uh, the in the opening race the car <laughs> they give you you don't have an option for this no, the car they give you, you just take pretty it. sure it's the worst car available no, you can pick <laughs> yeah. which one you you have options not in the first one yes, yes. right when you get oh, in i don't remember i picked yeah, i picked pick. the washington and the guy uh your that black dude, the partner the guy that you're with, Lamar. Lamar. He has a name. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> they all look the same to me. Pecco, what would that be? <laughs> That's racist. That's but racist. The, 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 co- the comment racist. that uh, that he said whenever I chose that one, he goes like, "Oh well, someone's got to at least pick the Washington." I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's on, baby." I'm pretty sure everything I, I did fourth. when I was online was the shit you do in normal life. Like, you get your car, and I go up. Sean to went to up. the dry cleaners. <laughs> no, I, I pulled store. up to like to the 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 chop shop where you're supposed to like register your car and stuff and it was closed (laughs) these closed and there were like three jokers like hanging around waiting for it too like waiting so I just ran all those guys over because I was tired of them but I had to leave for like 15 minutes and drive around the block a couple times and then come back and it was open again but like it was closed the first time that was the worst thing about the tutorial too is you had to rob a convenience store yes and when I went there they're like oh this convenience store was just robbed so just wait a little bit it'll open back up and I waited for a half an hour driving around killing people and then finally it opened and I ran the mission but it was it was a half an hour because it already robbed somebody was on though to what you could do in that game because every noob has to go in there and rob this liquor store so I rob it. Oh, the second yes. I get the money, the second, I'm like, sweet. 
There was some dude who's been in the convenience store with me I haven't noticed. As soon as I got it, shot me in the back of the head. Dad took my money, walked out. Was like, thank you. And that's the coolest thing about the game. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. There's a similar thing. Because another thing that they told you is one of the top five things you have to do online is you have the concept of money – but if you have cash that and you, you die, that cash can be stolen. So it's store your money in an ATM. Find an ATM and store your money there. Yeah. So I go hunting for an ATM and I find one and I park my car in front and I get out and I get shot in the head. <laughs> and Rule so of thumb, hang out by the ATM. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I go, all right, screw that guy. But I'm going to at least go get my car, which is parked next to the ATM. Walk back to my car, <laughs> shot in the head, right, more <laughs> cash stolen. <laughs> I chose I was, a different ATM after. I that. was pretty sure someone was going to steal car. my car after the after the the convenience store robbery, but luckily they didn't. They can't. You I can, uh, this is an interesting car. thing. Yeah. You can actually choose who can get in your car and who can't. So you can open it up to friends, friends, or sorry, crew, friends, crew and friends, oh, or right. everyone. I did. That so you right can away. choose to actually have it so that no so one. So if you have it car. like that, would you have been able to jump in that guy's car who was trying to kill you? If he had that's if he stole question. that car, if, if that wasn't his main car, oh, yeah, right. So, one, so you, you can still oh, steal any car. Yeah. You can go get a Lamborghini, whatever. You just else. don't that's just keep not, it. No. Hey, how do you arm yourself? Because I, you, you have a gun, left right? Bumper. Huh? Left, left bumper. bumper. So I like went in to go rob that convenience store, and I was not armed. So I just go up to him with fisticuffs, <laughs> and he's just like, you know, beat him up. And you, sir, I have a beef with you. Yeah. Needless to say, I challenge you. The cop started to come, and I had no, oh I had God. nothing to fight him with. I I'm rocking sock him in you right hilarious. now. One of the best things about the game, too, is I was playing the single player yesterday, and there was an ATM, and I was like, "Oh, what does this do?" And it does really nothing. nothing. All you nothing. can do is check your balance. So the whole oh, really? reason I think they put those in the single player was just for consistency's sake. Mm. That they're all everywhere in the multiplayer. It shows you what you bought. Yeah, it shows you where you spend. It's just like if you look at your bank account online. But it was so cool to me that I was like, oh, yeah, that you rather than just like have them magically only appear in online, they're like, that, ah, put them everywhere. You know what I miss about it, though, is in, like, in San Andreas, when you were running down the street and you like pushed a button near somebody, you'd do like the wrestling move and you'd like do the full pile driver or whatever. That's you pretty don't get awesome. to do that in these ga- this game. No, this one is, let me, I, you go up next to a guy, you press the, you know, tackle <laughs> button or whatever, and then he does this big wind up of a punch. Yep. And then or you jump up and like bounce off every of time. <laughs> After playing the, after going into the strip club and, and seeing what goes down in the strip club, <laughs> which uh, was his, your first time in a strip club. <laughs> the first time I've he had no idea. He's like, oh know. my god, he this called is what me. Women He's like, Sean, there are women. Money. It's amazing. Is that true? Have you been here? What? <laughs> That's legitimately true for me. Yeah, <laughs> he's never been. That was my first time in it. So my, but my, my thing is like that. It was. They're all cartoons. It's crazy that like that's in there. And then there was that big hot coffee fiasco of one of the old GTA ones. Like, what's the difference? Well, when a man and a woman love each other. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you talking about the difference between the strip club and the hot coffee mod? Yeah. Yeah. What's hot coffee? Well, there was textures where they were fully. No, I mean, there's a the, the difference with sexual intercourse. Well, actually, in the game, Trevor may or may not be totally. Oh, I've in the seen boat. that. I've seen not that seen. scene twice now, not on purpose. Okay, I've seen it once on my head. I died, and I had to replay. We have to Sean be honest can, with ourselves. Sean conveniently died. He walked out I the door. Died. Oh, the car ran me over. Yeah, gotta see it again. But there's a point where Trevor pulls down his pants, and you see his ass. And but then, then at the very, at end, the very end, end of the uh, scene, he bends boiler. down to pull his pants back up, 
And uh, oh, the yeah. hot dog, the Frank Shut and the Beans, oh, dip, yeah. dip down. Dip down. <laughs> and it's... Uh, yeah. right. Liz is in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing this game. You got a glance at the goat, did you? Fuck infinity. Goat. The goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So. <laughs> no, I'll still play that game, too. <laughs> Mike, when you, How do you do this? when you see those kind, when you see like these massive games like that, is that like something like you're like, fuck, I wish, you know, that's something I'd love to be on, or you're like, fuck, or it looks God. like a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's amazing what they're doing in terms of scale, right? But, uh, I mean, it's tough to kind of deliver. Like our games are a little more. I hate saying the word linear. I mean, we try to go. You know, you have a couple of options in most places, but. I mean, you could focus on those little things and, like, the fidelity of everything is you're able to do things higher, right? But, I mean, the scale, I mean, I played the other Grand Theft Autos, and, I mean, I just got, I was in that rabbit hole for I don't know how long. It's oh, so see, much yeah. fun. So, I mean, just the scale of what they're doing is amazing. It's it's so much fun. So, uh, I like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I like the quality answer, stuff. You know, I like the quality stuff. I like the story-driven stuff, you know. Are you so. playing anything else? No, not right. Not right now. I've been really busy with stuff with the kids, like uh, reintroducing myself back to my family. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, but uh, yeah, I have a stack of games that I have to actually get to. So and actually, tonight, th- this one looks like it's going to be moved to the top of the list. Well, oh, we we played golf. We got. I got conned into an invite. Oh, and then, I don't know how we didn't tell the story. You stop talking right now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not did we play golf. It's we played a game of golf. It was Pete and Jack and I and a random black guy who, I don't say it like that, but Why he was wearing a bright black? orange shirt and he was wearing wingtip white shoes nice. out to, like, it was just the best. He was a pimp. He was a little <laughs> And uh, like the an best part is Pete, Pete gets up to swing and it's play. not, this is not, this is a mini game. This is not a complex mechanic. You stop talking. <laughs> this is an easy mechanic. This is, all right. You move your left thumb stick down, and when it gets to the orange part, you move it back up for your full swing. Not tough. So then your character goes like this, and then he hits the ball, and it goes where you're aiming at, where the cursor is on the screen, where the crosshair, right? So Pete gets up. He fiddles around for a bit. Oh, yeah, okay, this makes sense. He hits the ball. Then Pimp gets up, and then he hits the ball. And then I get up, and then I hit the ball. And then Jack gets up, and the ball goes approximately two inches. <laughs> and then, then, real life. And then Jack, goes, yes. then Jack goes, I don't, I don't get this. And he gets up again because he's now first out. And so then the ball goes approximately three inches. <laughs> and this proceeds for about five hits until you, you make it onto the green. And then from there on out. And then the best part is Jack sucks in, in digital golf. And then we're like, all right, this is done. We played two holes. And Jack's like, no, come on. we got to finish the round. <laughs> he was at when I figured Pete out how I, to use the control, I was in. Pete and I left. There was left, no catching up, mind you. We left five. and we were committed to going and getting military jets. And Jack's like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm <laughs> already two holes into this. I was into the golf. No, when you learn how to play something, you want to finish. We're playing 18. There were, like I said, there was no <laughs> catching up to, to, to minus 10 that I got on the first hole. <laughs> Have you guys played tennis yet? Yeah, I love tennis. Really well. Tennis. Red, dude. It, the game... <laughs> The, the, the mini game is really good. I thought I was impressed with the number of kind of hits you can have in the mini game. I think it's because they made um, that ping pong game, and it seems like it borrows a lot of the mechanics. They did Rockstar Table Tennis like oh, right, right at the 360 launch, yeah. which I think was them trying to test out the engine they had built for GTA 4. Because it's a pretty in depth. Yeah, it's intense. Game. It's yeah. really well done. And yoga, by the way, oh boy. really good. <laughs> I've only done the one you're forced to do. Very, I have yeah, not gone too. back to. Very good. I probably won't. <laughs> 
Namaste. I think I'd rather... You didn't do that in the story? I did in the he story. He says that 900 back. times. There's a character you meet who says namaste Ooh, like 800 namaste. times. I like that namaste. Yeah. Namaste. If you how, say it again. How many hours are you in? I'm at like 36, 37 percent. Which? How many hours? Which? Yeah. I don't know. It I'm sounds like a wind deal. You're like, oh, like 36. I feel like I've played a, a ludicrous. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of the play, gameplay in general how much, for that how, game is how just much? How much is that? You think? I, well, I'm at how many 31 percent, and I think I'm at 20 hours. Yeah. You can or, look. You'll be able to see right now. It's on the social club. It keeps track of it. Yeah, on the right side it says game progress. Yeah. On the bottom there. Progress. Oh, there I am. So you're 36, and then if you click to the right on those arrows next to game progress. I don't think oh, I down, can see No, it. down there. The right there, where it says the numbers, Sean? Yeah. I'm not seeing numbers. 34. This oh, is okay. great radio. Excellent <laughs> radio. We're clicking. The cursor is moving to closer to the arrow. Okay, okay. so eight, 18 and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that puts things in perspective. Liz, don't you roll your eyes. It counts the time that you're... It was just raised eyebrows. I don't know if I have that kind of time. That time counts the time that you're just driving around fucking around, right? Literally, it... Holy shit, I've played more and I've done way less. (laughs) (laughs) But you do dumb shit. You're like, what what, what did you do? I don't know. I drove up into the hills and I jumped off. Like, I heard... Didn't you say you took the fucking... uh, The cable car over top of a mountain and tried to jump off? See, I I haven't done that shit. (laughs) I want to finish the game, actually, because I've never finished the whole Grand Theft Auto, just to say I've done it. And then I'll go do dumb shit. <laughs> I used to just like I used to just cruise around and just getting as many stores as I can. The multiplayer, that's where I do dumb shit. Like I have no desire to want to do most of those missions. I, I played one team deathmatch without them. Um just to see what that's like. Okay. I heard there's a mode in multiplayer where half the team gets jets and the other half gets motorcycles and you have to go from like the forest to the coast without getting killed by the dudes in the jets. Sounds wow, amazing. I didn't, see, I didn't see that one. That Where the hell like was so that at? Fun. There were some mini races. Me and Pete, before we left it's the like end of the night, we, we did a we did a race against some other people. Oh no, it was a race on the uh, on the military base. You actually do it on the airfield, um, but you you run over missiles and shit. You could fire at each other, oh. and Pete didn't know any of that. He's like, I don't know what to do. And he, <laughs> it's like Mario he, hits, Kart with fast he reads cars. the instructions, awesome. and for some reason, he thinks Y was in the instructions. So we're driving, and he's got me beat. Way out. He hits fucking... I'm, I'm <laughs> slowly catching him. He hits Y. All of a sudden, this body comes flying out of his car, and I run him over. I'm like, woo Sucker! Well, I was, I was playing with one of, uh, one of the other designers at work, and we were driving around, and anytime we saw a white dot, which means it's another real player in the world... We'd be like, oh, let's pull over and let's just fucking kill him. And so we did it so much. Suddenly we were in an Xbox party. So like we could still hear each other outside of the game. And suddenly he just goes, uh, I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. I got, I got booted out. <laughs> and I guess oh, enough people oh. had downvoted him wow. for going around can, and killing people. Can, and that's all we were doing. That? That we didn't even right. play a mission. All we did was find those white dots. He found a helicopter. And then the best was I'd have him pick me up, like if I died or something. And I'd be like, hey, dude, pick me up, pick me up. And he'd land the helicopter, and I'd just fucking shoot him in the face. <laughs> and I'd have in the helicopter. I'd that go was me kill and Pete. two or three people. It's just too easy yeah. to kill your buddy. You're like, hey, dude, you're looking good tonight. Just shoot him in the head. You're like, fuck. So you're in. You're sold on the multi. You're, you're sold on the multi. Yeah, I'm not sold on some of the bugs with the online stuff just yet. But uh, <laughs> Well, we don't have to do those, those. Oh, come on. If, if, when it comes works. to the bugs, it, this is the one thing yeah, I think about the bugs, yeah. is it's people talking about cracks in the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Like, at a certain right. point, sure. the shit that they're doing is incredible. This Rockstar Social Club is yeah. incredible. Like, the tech behind all this stuff is amazing. And, yeah, it took me two hours to get on Thursday night. But the second I got on, I was like, yeah, this is worth it. 
I just waited in two hour that, lines for Disneyland rides. Somebody needs to design the icon. I hate doing those like Black Ops, Call of Duty layered kind of icons where you kind of design stuff where people like make boobs and vaginas out of like 50 <laughs> layers. I'm not good at that shit. So when you guys create us a nerd icon out of like 80 layers, that's all I see. I play Call of Duty. I look over at people's avatars. The shit that they can make out of like a missile, a circle, and the letter A is retarded. <laughs> that's prime for dongs though. Seriously, yeah, dude. Yeah, Fine, go in there, Peko. We know what you're doing tonight. Make the uh, Nerdtastic logo, dude. <laughs> There are uh, two other quick things I just wanted to mention, just kind of semi-news related from this week. Um, Xbox announced, or Microsoft announced that the Xbox One will automatically record video whenever an achievement is unlocked, which I thought was really cool. Because like just video of what of yeah. the video moment of, the of after of you or like dancing around of the moment like, kind of like yeah. your connect yeah. like, your connect turns on and it's your facial expression oh, oh shit. yeah well wait have you guys seen the crash cam in Burnout Paradise did this with the original not the original but the Xbox 360 camera where whenever I would like ram into you it would turn on your camera and it would take a picture of the person who got crashed oh. and the person who crashed into him <laughs> and it would show the pictures to the other guys. So I had I, my ass ready every time. No, that's what it was. <laughs> I had a buddy who every time I'd fucking ram into him with a car, I'd just get a giant middle finger. <laughs> and then I would have a, like two thumbs up. It was fucking awesome. So as funny as that is, yeah. that is what the future should be. <laughs> Do you remember nights we played Burnout that was, at the that apartment? That was so much fun. We what, had at the apartment, the three of us. Aftertouch, where yeah. you, you smash in the stuff. And then, now you go so slow much. motion. You can like kind of just steer your car towards... <laughs> we would pass the controller. School we, buses. We may or may not have been on substances as we pass the controller and be like see if we can do it fuck go off the jump <laughs> there's three grown ass adults just passing Xbox oh, controllers yeah. dude on this couch uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is uh, don't eat chicken right now why because the foster farms oh, the right the government, yeah, government or their down. lack of are no longer right monitoring now. so there's a salmonella oh, outbreak with chicken so, yay! I'm sure McNuggets no, are a direct fine. thing. So, yeah, chicken yeah. McNuggets are fine. That's not real chicken. Right. It's pink slime. Do you think it's because the <laughs> FDA wasn't there to check that batch? Yeah, but actually, I did read another article that said they're now, because of the salmonella outbreak, they're all staffed back up again. Are they getting paid? Yeah. Is it like the furlough business? That's like a medical joke. They're there, but they're not we'll really getting paid. We'll get you later. Paid. No, but in, other, your in other news that is equally as terrifying, um, the nuclear reactor monitoring team for all of our like power plants, the nuclear power plants, they're going to be furloughed very soon. Well, like good. 90% of them. You don't need that's good. They're fine. The number one line of defense between you and a nuclear power plant meltdown. Homer can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen idiot. the people that work there. Exactly. I think it will be fine. No. Right? Sure. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. I am so smart. Well, I believe that time has come. Are we there? I believe so. Unless anyone else has anything pressing. Mike, do you got any shout outs? Do you want to give shout outs to the, to, to, to the kids, to the wifey? To the wife's staff, my two beautiful daughters, Madison and Samantha, uh, and all my boys that work at Naughty Dog. And a uh, huge, huge thank you to Naughty Dog for letting us have Mike on the show. Absolutely. And uh, we love your Very products. Cool. And I agree with the uh, testament that uh, the PlayStation 3 is nothing more than a Naughty Dog delivery system. So Very keep much. up the wonderful Shut work. You <laughs> and that was for you, And Mike, thank you so much for coming on the show. Sure, it was a really, really, really had, a, had a blast it, being dude. here. We appreciate it. Awesome. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jason Carter. I'm Jack Geckler. You can talk. I'm Mike Yacht. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sean Kearney. Jason Pecco. Liz Herring. Sean Fennell. Josh LeBron. This is a long, I know, a long group. I like it. That's what she, a lot of dance. Oh, come on! Come on! Come on! Nerdtastic. 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 In three.